time apart due to traveling or a demanding schedule, this is the show for you. Dr. Christina Real is a psychologist whose husband works out of state half the year. She brings her personal experience and expertise in dealing with that reality to this show. She and her guests give you practical tools and solutions so you can navigate the unique challenges of sticking together while you're apart. Now, here's Together Apart, hosted by Dr. Christina. Welcome to the very first episode of the Together Apart podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christina, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. On this first episode of Together Apart, we're going to talk a little bit about how Together Apart came about. My vision for Together Apart, what you're each going to get from this podcast week to week, and the aha moment that I had reading the letters that my grandmother and grandfather wrote to one another in 1946. So how did Together Apart come to be? It's interesting because it sort of started as a conversation that Matt and I, my husband, had when we were trying to negotiate sort of this change in his career, which was going to increase the travel that he was experiencing from about eh, 30 to 40% to approximately to 50 to 60%. So we had to talk a lot about the transition that we were going through as a couple. And around this time, I was pregnant with our first child, Hudson, and um, we navigated that transition And it was sticky at times. It was not always easy. And on the podcast, I'll talk about that. I'll talk about the vulnerable times in our relationship where we really had to sit together and talk about how we were going to navigate our life together. And then I started um, my business, Real Peak Performance. And as a sports psychologist, I started working with athletes, high performers, businessmen and women. And I realized that the people that I was working with were experiencing the same difficulties that Matt and I were experiencing when it came to being apart from their partner. They were experiencing the same challenges and wanting the knowledge that I had from being a psychologist to help them to connect with their spouses when they were apart. After this, Matt and I had a really important conversation about how we wanted to take this need and move it forward. I started talking to friends and Matt's colleagues and their wives and partners and tried to really understand what the core of the challenges that they were experiencing were. What I came to find out is that they're really quite similar across jobs. So it wasn't just you know, Matt's job that people were experiencing these difficulties. It was really across different jobs and, and different um, situations. Uh, you know, people can be apart due to work schedules. For example, I talked to a lot of physicians and doctors who don't get to spend a lot of time at home or have very um, erratic on-call schedules. And I found that their struggles were very similar to ours, wherein we go through these micro transitions often and navigating them is so difficult on a family level and on a couple level. So together apart, 
was born from all of these different conversations that I had, a lot of soul searching, and a lot of commitment to bringing you all the best possible information so that we can learn from one another and we can grow together in this journey of living apart and and still remaining on the same page with your partner. I remember very vividly having a conversation with someone that really started to solidify the values and the things that were going to be important to me with this podcast. And we were talking about our kids and she goes through things that are very similar to me where her husband travels very frequently and she's parenting um, a young little girl. And we started talking about the similarities between our situations and, and I just asked her, I said, you know, what do you do about sleeping? Because at the time, Hudson was having a really difficult time with understanding when dad was coming home and when he wasn't. And I told her this and she said, oh, yeah, I deal with that too. And and we have her count sleeps. And I thought to myself, counting sleeps, that's fantastic. And it brought me right to this idea of together apart that I had already been thinking about. And I thought, my goodness, I found this profound sense of you get me you get what I'm dealing with when she gave me this suggestion that just worked for us and so that brings me to the values and the important things that I want to share when it comes to together apart my vision for together apart is really to create a community to provide education and tools and to connect one another through shared experiences When it comes to community, what I really want to do is highlight the fact that we're all not alone. I remember a lot of the time when Matt was first traveling, I felt very alone. I didn't know who to talk to. I didn't feel like a lot of people understood exactly what I was going through. And I really want to allow you all to connect with one another, to connect with me, and to feel the community support that is around Together Apart. Education is so important to me because of the field that I'm in. So as a clinical psychologist, I have the opportunity to bring you guys tools and knowledge from myself as well as from experts that I know in the field of couples counseling, in the field of parenting, um, self-care, family care. You know, I'm in a unique position here to be able to bring you the best of the best and I'm so excited to be able to do that for you. Some of the topics that we might cover um, include communication. How do you talk to your spouse? And I know that sounds pretty elementary, but it's so, so important. Sometimes we get really caught up in speaking to our spouses in a quick and concise manner, but that's not always the best opportunity for connection. And using opportunities for good, positive communication, fantastic listening skills are so important. And I want to bring you an expert that's able to talk to you guys about that. Shared experiences in my personal journey. I'm going to talk a lot about it. I'm going to be vulnerable, and that's hard for me, but um, I'll do it for you guys. We're going to talk a lot about self-care, a lot about family care, bringing in some experts regarding creating intimacy, navigating transitions, and uh, parenting while one spouse is apart quite often. So these are all topics that you're going to hear about on this podcast as I move forward and 
I'm going to bring Matt on several times, so you'll get to hear from my spouse, and uh, you'll also get to hear from other couples who are successfully or semi-successfully navigating this lifestyle. Now, I want to tell you about a couple who successfully navigated several months at sea in the beginning of their very long 60-year relationship. And those two people were my grandparents, Ray and Elizabeth Booth. My grandpa served aboard the USS Missouri during World War II. And just after World War II, the ship went on a world tour. And this was right after they got married. I found about 50 or so letters that my grandfather had written my grandmother. And while reading them, I just had this moment of, oh my goodness, Um, It was like an aha moment, and I can't tell you how important I think it is that I share this aha moment with you. So before I tell you what I gathered from the letters, I'd like to share a letter with you. And it's not that long, but it's really important that you hear how they wrote to one another. And I'll encourage you to listen for several things as I read this letter. I want you to listen for encouragement. I want you to listen for the little details. And I want you to listen for love. This letter was written on the 22nd of February, 1946. Darling Betty, I presume today you are up in God's country visiting my folks. I was very glad you had the opportunity to get to visit them, honey. And if you get another chance to go, please do. I know they'd love to see you, so feel free to go up there anytime. I'll be darn glad when both of us can go up there again. Only the next time, we won't have to ride all the way back to New York. Well, honey, this morning was devoted to the further continuance of the cleaning program. And as usual, I worked in Combat 2, then the compartment. In the afternoon, I went ashore with the baseball team, and we had quite a good deal of exercise. We were supposed to have a baseball game against the Cubans, but the game was called off because of wet grounds. It rained like heck here last night, and it started all over again tonight. Instead of playing baseball, the whole gang of us played basketball, and did we get a workout. I went to the movie tonight, but had to come down below because of rain. The picture was Boston Blackie's Rendezvous. The part I saw seemed fairly good. I think I may be able to get some silk stockings after all, honey. I'm not going to promise, but I'll try like heck to get them. Some of the other fellas got some over at the Marine Canteen. I'll go over tomorrow and see if they have any more. We're supposed to have a baseball game tomorrow, but we won't be able to play because of the rain. And even so, I think I'll quit again. I'm getting sick of it. I guess I'm getting old. Well, sweet, if you'll excuse your husband, he'll go and get some much-needed sack duty. I'll write again tomorrow night. Take care of yourself, won't you? I love you, darling. Your adoring husband, Ray. Before I started reading the letter, I asked you guys to listen for three different things. Encouragement, the little details, and love. The aha moment for me came when I realized how I communicate with my husband when he's away. And it's not like this. (laughs) I don't tell him about the little details of my day. I tend to talk in really global terms and forget about the little things that I've done. For example, 
I don't tell him where I went to lunch or I don't tell him the little things that I did at work or how many patients I saw that day or who I interacted with. It's more like, hey, how are you doing? How's things going? Oh, they're good? Great. And I don't really get to understand a lot about what he's doing. I imagine for my grandma, she hung on every word that he told her about where he was and what he was doing because he didn't have the luxury of being able to FaceTime her or text message her a picture or share with her exactly, you know, the ETA of when they were getting uh, into a dock or where they were going next. And so these letters became their way of understanding each other's lives. Although modern technology provides us the opportunity to talk rapidly to one another, to have the ability to instantly communicate, what it also does is it, in a way, dampens the details of what we share. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. Did you have a good day? Yeah, I had a good day. But we don't tell each other why we had a good day or what we did during the day. And a lot of the times when you're a parent in a couple, the conversation centers around the kids. So I know all of you aren't parents, but Sometimes that conversation, at least for us, has transitioned to, how was Hudson today? Oh, he went and did X, Y, and Z thing, and he did this, and he did this. And I tell him the details of what Hudson did, but I don't tell him the details of what I did. And it forced me to ask this question of why? Why in the world don't I tell my husband all of these small details? And I think it's because of the perception of time and importance that those little details have. When I read these letters from my grandparents, I thought to myself, my gosh, like my grandma probably just hung on every word and it created this opportunity to have shared experiences. My grandma got to know what he was doing. How beautiful is that? And I'm not with my husband. In fact, I'm recording this when my husband's on his way to Virginia. And you know what I plan to do tonight? I plan to tell him the little details of my day. And I encourage you all to try it too. The other thing I asked you guys to listen for was encouragement. And I found it so wonderful that he encouraged her to go up and visit his folks. Now, his folks lived in New Hampshire. So my grandma lived uh, in... Brooklyn or Queens at the time, and uh, Queens Village, actually, I think. And he encouraged her to go up to New Hampshire to take care of herself because it would be a positive experience for her. And then, then at the end of the letter, it talks about, I hope you're doing well. I hope you're taking care of yourself. When we communicate with our partners when they're away, sometimes it can feel difficult to give them the encouragement to do things that are fun, to do things that are without you. And so part of what really struck me about these letters was that he wanted her to get out. He wanted her to take care of herself. He wanted her to do things. And so I really want to pull that over into my modern relationship to say, hey, Matt, you know, I'm I would be so happy if you went out and took care of yourself while you're on the road. And tell me about it. Tell me when you go out to a great dinner. Tell me when you have so much fun with a colleague because I want to know. I want to share that with you. 
And I asked you also to listen for love. So many times during this letter, he calls her honey. And at the end of the letter, he tells her he loves her. He tells her to take care of herself. And he signs off, your adoring husband. When I think of my modern relationship, sometimes our communication is so fast. And at times, you know, in my relationship, sometimes we only get to text during a day because Matt is so busy walking down sites and I am so busy and it might go the day without me saying I love you. And although that's rare for us, it's so important to make it a priority. We can often assume that our partner knows how we feel about them. And in the beginning of a relationship, you say the I love yous and the I adore adore yous and tell each other all the things you love about each other much more frequently. It's got a lot to do with that honeymoon phase. And then as you get on in your relationship, it can become something that you assume the other person knows. And what I loved about this letter was that he made sure she knew. He made sure she knew that he was thinking about her. In our modern relationships, we need to take more time to make sure our partners know that we're thinking about them to make sure that our partners know that we care, that we love them, that we want them to be a part of our everyday life, and that they're on our mind. If you really think about it, these are small changes that you can make to communicate with your partner that might make them feel more attached and connected to you at home. And because they're small, we can actually implement them. And I really want to focus on implementing changes. So I'm going to ask you guys to take a cue from the past and to communicate your encouragement, your love, and your little details to your partners. I'm really excited to see how this goes for you guys. And part of the idea of creating community with Together Apart is that you all can tell me how it works for you and talk to each other on my Instagram, my Facebook group, or even just shoot me a direct message and tell me if you're not comfortable communicating right away um, in the public forums. That brings us to the end of the first episode of Together Apart. I thank you all for tuning in. Please share this with anybody who you think would benefit. Interact with me. Talk to me. Tell me how everything goes. And I look forward to bringing you more content in the coming weeks. Um, On Monday... On Monday, September 30th, the new episode of Together Apart will be out, and this is an episode where Matt and I will talk about something called our emergency strategy. So we all know that emergencies come up in our everyday lives, and it doesn't matter who's traveling where or who's on call, they happen. Um, Matt and I will share with you some of the emergency situations that have come up in our relationship and how we handle them, and our number one tool for ensuring the feeling of security in a emergency situation. So look for that on Monday, the 30th of September. And I am excited to be able to continue this journey with you all. Remember to like and share Thank you for tuning in to Together Apart with Dr. Christina. For more resources and information, head over to drreal.com. Be sure to hit the subscribe button and join us next time for another episode of Together Apart. And my Twitter is docreal. D-O-C-R-E-I-H-L. I look forward to hearing from you.